This is a podcast from ABC Radio Overnights. I'm Rod Quinn. On ABC Radio, you're with Rod Quinn. It is time for Health and Fitness with Professor Gordon Lynch at the University of Melbourne. Gordon, good morning. Good morning, Rod. Now, we are talking about exercise again, especially as you're getting older. And it is important to stay active as you get older, but it's also important when you do it. Is that the case? Well, it is, and it's about the patterns with which you do it. I mean, the sorts of activities and the patterns of activity. The the, the theme of, of, of today's discussion is about patterns of activity because a particular study, it's just come out of uh, the University of Pittsburgh and published in uh, the Journal of the American Medical Association, JAMA Psychiatry. It's a specialised journal of, of that stable. What they found was older adults who rise early and remain active throughout the day are happier and they perform better on cognitive tests than people who are very irregular in terms of their activity patterns. So it's suggesting that patterns of activity, not just the activity or how hard you do it, all those sorts of things, and it's not just about exercise either. It's about activity patterns over the course of the day that are important for healthy ageing and for mental health. And I think I really like this topic and I really wanted to share that today. Okay. Why did they look into it? What were they looking for? Well, they were looking for you know, whether there's decline over with age and whether certain types of activity patterns may protect. Now, this research, it doesn't prove that an active lifestyle prevents mental decline or, or depression and things like that, but it's really looking at different groups of people, different patterns of activity and, and establishing their relationships with them. So there, it was about nearly 2,000 people, about 1,800 senior citizens, and they're aged over 65 years. And what they did is that they got them, this is from the US, they got them to wear these accelerometers, you know, these movement detecting devices, so an exercise tracker. So it's, it's, it's wearing, wearing it on the wrist for seven days, they're measuring their activity, and then they're doing various questionnaires about their symptoms of depression the cognitive function and, and those sorts of things. And what they found was um, around about 38% of these people were early risers. So they got up early, they stayed active throughout the day and they had a consistent daily routine. Getting up around about 7am on average and they're active for 15 or so hours a day. And they're tending to follow this same pattern day in and day out. And what they found was that these people were happier less depressed and they had better cognitive function than the other participants. That's 38%. Now, another group, around 33% of them, they had consistent patterns as well, but they were active for less, 13 hours or so a day because they got up later in the, in the day or they went to bed much earlier and they tended to have more depressive symptoms or poorer cognition than these early risers. But it's the remaining 30%, which were the ones that had this disrupted activity pattern. So periods where they were erratic throughout the day, inconsistent across days of the week. And these adults had the highest rates of depression and they performed the worst on these cognitive tests. Now, we have to recognize that this routine goes both ways. The relationship between mental health and activity, if you're depressed or you have cognitive impairments, it could make it much harder for you to follow a consistent routine. But the other way to look at it is if you have you know, a disrupted rhythm across the course of the day, it could actually exacerbate these symptoms. 
clearly this activity patterns is going to be very common and associated with health problems but if we can make some changes we can change the routine change you know restore some regularity in, in, those, in those daily activities over the course of the week, across the month and so on, it could lead to improvements in physical and mental health. So getting up early, is there anything specifically about that or is it just that you get more stuff done? Yeah, I think it's it's a combination. They have to sort of have a have a sort of a plan of attack, I would think. But it's not when you talk about routine. It doesn't mean you necessarily have to do the same thing every day. It could mean you do different things on different days, but there is a pattern to what you're doing. So rising early, and what they're recommending, of course, is going outside and and try to exercise early in the morning. And that would be about getting some some sunshine and and, and other things. Um, but the early the early rising thing is make the most of the day and and packing in as much as you can to keep active and that's not just about exercise but doing different tasks different you know, running errands and looking after grandchildren doing other different things yeah. a whole range of different things across the course of the day so it's likely that if you're getting up early you've got more things to do anyway you're more likely to be active than if you stay in bed till 10 o'clock or something it could be and and the other thing was the other group was those that went to bed earlier so they might get up early but go to bed early as well or in some cases waking up late and and in going to bed late that's not mm-hmm. going to be a good thing either so it's looking at the you know what pattern is the most conducive to better outcomes so the first thing to do to sort of get this routine going is to get up at the same time every morning if you can and make that early seven o'clock or something yeah, so the the lead researcher on on this work, he, he he said that the first step to developing this consistent routine and certainly for getting better sleep is to wake up at the same time each day, no matter how tired you are. Now, I think for our listeners, and many of them could be shift workers or other things like that, it's some of some of the some of this advice. Um, is not always applicable. It's but never applicable. Can I just yeah. say that, Gordon? <laughs> yeah, I, know, I thought you might throw that in. And, and I think we've got to take that into consideration and see, well, are there ways we can work around that? Maybe, maybe not. But for, for many others that, that have the opportunity to do that, that if you can get up at the same time each day. Now, I, I find that difficult, especially, say, on a Sunday when you like to sleep in or things like that. Uh, I, you know, I, I think I'm in a bit of a deficit during the course of the week because I'm getting up early and working and going to bed sometimes a bit too late. Um, there are patterns I need to change too, but the first step in terms of getting these patterns on track and consistent was this idea of you know, waking up at the same time each day. Okay, but... One of the things for people who, whether they are shift workers or whether they work nine to five, as fewer and fewer people are doing these days, is they can't wait to retire so that they don't have to get up at six o'clock or seven o'clock in the morning, or they can get a decent night's sleep. I mean, this is one of the things that happens as you get older, is that those habits that you had earlier in life go out the window they just are no longer part of your life that suddenly you're not getting up at six o'clock or seven o'clock and going to work you you know have a more haphazard schedule yes one another one of the authors of of this work said that after retirement older adults should still get up early and figure out a routine to give some sort of structure to the day and they recognize also that you know this is easier said than done but if you've got 
depressive symptoms and other things, you, you know, the first thing you might also be make sure you're getting a healthcare provider to help you get some aspects of that sorted. But then taking that first step, it's about getting the, the regular um, sleep schedule, but it starts with getting up early. So even after retirement, you might think, oh, I'm gonna, when I retire, I'm going to look forward to sleeping in all the time. The idea from this research that's coming through is, no, try and maintain the pattern because it's the pattern of activity which has kept you active, kept you on track and so on. And you don't want to suddenly be changing that in, at a different stage of your life. Okay, Gordon Lynch is talking about how to maintain an activity pattern, as especially as you age, Uh, A realistic plan, that's what we need though. Like everyone's life is different. We need something realistic for everyone, don't we? How do you keep active through the day, especially as you get older? You don't want to be as active perhaps as you were when you were younger. You want to actually be able to enjoy life. So they, they did discuss this as well, and they, they tried to think about how the, the circadian rhythms are over the course of the day, there are sort of timestamps or time cues. They call them zeitgebers, and these help set the body's internal clock. So in terms of patterns, it could be when you're getting sunlight, when you're performing physical activity, when you're eating your meals, um, and it could be other things in terms of the pets that you own, and they have their own requirements in terms of the meal they need to go for a walk at the same time each day they can be particular time stamps that help you get into particular routines that structure your day and that's you know sometimes a routine every day but those things can can change slightly in terms of what 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 happens but I think most people you know recognize the importance of sleep and exercise but it's the other patterns of activity and that's this thing about filling the course of the day making a list of activities that you enjoy um, scheduling a time to meet friends and, and others because the idea is that the activity is not just about exercise so you know I really promote the concept of physical activity but they're talking about also the interactions with with people finding ways to challenge your mind so you know the mental stimulation and we talk about doing different puzzles and keeping things over the course of your later years and so on but it's about conversations as well the ability to have a conversation with someone to have some critical thinking to have a little bit of a debate with someone that's getting the brain stimulated and that's passing time in a way which is a positive thing because you're looking at those different tasks over the course of the day which will build up as a full schedule of activity and it's about mental activity not just physical activity exactly so mental activity is helped by your physical activity it gets the the blood coursing through your veins which goes through your brain and that always helps but there's so much more you can do mentally rather than just physically you want to do both of course but mentally i mean people say Learn a language, that's something that stimulates a different part of your brain. Or learn a musical instrument, or do the crossword, do your wordle every day. Keep active, don't just sit there and watch TV or sit there and listen to the radio, which is obviously better than watching TV, but you know what I mean. Yeah, and you know they were saying, you know, don't just sit there and allow media to throw things at you. It's about how you're engaging with different things. And so, you know, the puzzles and the reading and the engagement with people are other activity blocks across the course of the day which are going to give you that structure. All right. Anything else that we should know for maintaining that healthy brain and body, especially as we get older? 
Well, I think you know we've always we're always talking about when you know, certain steps we can take, and we've talked about the engagement with social activities. I think that's that's pretty clear. But you know, keeping physically active, and I, I, we talk about walking on this show a lot. And if you haven't done exercise for a while, make sure you get the okay from your doctor so that you can do physical activity. But start with something. Something if an able-bodied person that can walk, start with ten minutes. A day, and then build up gradually over the course of the week. So you you're working you're working into much longer periods, making it more challenging for you, improving your physical fitness. But there are other things as well. You know, maintaining a healthy body weight is going to be important if you can. Eating a healthy diet, biased towards vegetables and fruit, and and getting getting the your know, vitamins and minerals from the diet if you can. Taking care of your heart, and you mentioned about getting the blood flow to the brain. Well, we've got to make sure we've got a cardiovascular system that can do that. So maintaining a healthy blood pressure, maintaining a healthy blood glucose, cholesterol levels, and so on. So those heart checks. What's good for your heart is typically what's good for your brain as well so make sure you're paying attention to those things avoiding smoking wherever you can cutting down on the drinking all of those lifestyle recommendations are going to be helpful so that's from a physical side but we know that all of that is really related to a healthy brain as well so make sure that you know always it's best to start early but the good news is always all too never too late to make changes and you'll notice improvements in brain health as well as physical health okay Keep plenty of friends or be active socially as well as physically. Yeah, I think that that social side of it and and filling in the day with those conversations would be perfect. That's challenging for many, but if we can be active in seeking them out, I think we'll get a return on that investment too. All right. Gordon, thank you very much for that. We'll talk to you same time next week. Thanks a lot, Rod. Gordon Lynch, Health and Fitness. And that was another podcast from ABC Radio Overnights. I'm Rod Quinn. Thanks for listening.